hello and welcome to Cover to Credits, the bi-weekly podcast where we discuss books and their movie adaptations. I'm Ian George. And I'm Adina Hilton. In this episode, we'll be discussing The Snowman. The Snowman was written by Joe Nesbo and published in 2007, and actually the English copyright on that was 2010, because it wasn't mm. translated from the Norwegian into English until 2010. And the film adaptation came out in 2017 and was directed by Thomas Alfredson. Nice. Now, was this the first Joe Nesbo book translated to English? No. There were a couple others before this that mm-hmm. were translated. So um, this series starts uh, stars Harry Hole as a detective. And he ha- I think this is like the sixth or seventh one in the series. But the first, I think, two or three actually didn't get published in English until after like the last three or four. Yeah. And it was only after they became popular that the, the first ones were translated. So in the book, when they talk about him going to Australia and doing that case, that was like the first book. It's so funny reading this because I was not aware (laughs) this was the seventh book in a series. Yeah. So reading it, you get a lot of like general little factoids about the characters mm-hmm. and at first, you know, about like, oh, Harry going to Australia and becoming like really popular for that reason. And then like yeah. at one point he was on a talk show and was drunk and then like blah, blah, blah. And then and and it just keeps giving like all these little tidbits and factoids. I'm like, wow, what a weirdly dense <laughs> and unex- specific backstory and unexplained, <laughs> like just hinted at like, yeah. how odd. And then when I found out like, oh, there were six books before this, <laughs> like that kind of makes sense that now. Yeah. Um, something else I wanted to, to, to mention briefly at the beginning is how different and kind of weird this episode will be to talk about. Yeah. Because usually, so just like a little a little insight into our process. You know, when we're reading a book, you know, there's a lot of times they're very dense. There's a lot of plot lines and Mm -hmm. things. And it's like, oh God, how are we going to talk about this all? But then we watch the movie and the movie usually gives us a nice focus. Focus. Yeah. On like the main threads. And then we can talk about divergences or if there are main parts left out, you know, Mm -hmm. so that kind of gives us a focus. This movie, um, (gasps) provided, a more confusing. It only made things more confusing. It did. It's so challenging to talk about because we weren't even sure what was going on sometimes. Yeah. And, and cause some things are changed for an obvious reason. Some things are changed randomly. Sometimes I couldn't tell if the change made sense or if I just knew something from the book. Yeah. So it was very confusing. So in this instance, we're actually going to kind of go along the main thread of the book. Yeah. And then talk about a little bit in ways how the movie changed. Yeah. Because I'm not really even sure what the plot of the movie is. I don't think anyone knows (laughs) the plot of the movie. I don't think the the director knew. I don't think the writers knew. (laughs) I don't think the actors knew. No one knew. No one. Yeah. They just kind of all had little pieces of it and then they just ran them together. Yeah. And they're like, this is a movie, right? (laughs) Exactly. So with that uh, little intro, Mm -hmm. both versions start off with a little bit of a flashback. Yes. Starring a young boy mm-hmm. who is waiting in the car for his mom in the book. Yes. And we kind of get the mom's perspective in this in yeah. the book where she's meeting her lover, but she has her kid 
in the car. And she's like, okay, honey, just like wait in the car. I'll be out in like 15. And then she just bangs this guy for like an hour. Yeah. And just leaves her son out in the car. Out in the car in the this cold. This whole time. And you find out the guy that she's banging has no nipples. <laughs> Which was so bizarre. <laughs> I know. I was like, what a weird detail. Because the first like description is like she began to appreciate like the flat, uninterrupted chest. Yeah. And I was like, what does that is mean? she... What's she saying? Is she saying he doesn't have nipples? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I, I think probably. And then like two paragraphs later, it's like she loved how he didn't have nipples. <laughs> I was like, all right. I guess I was reading into that correctly. Um, so then she gets back in the car after banging this guy. Yeah. And they're on their way back and the kid starts acting weird. She knew there was a snowman built outside of the house. Yeah. And the boy is like, we're going to die. Mm-hmm. And the mom's like. <laughs> like yeah. I can't hear you over the radio <laughs> and that's kind of where the flashback ends mm-hmm. and then and you don't know who these people are no you don't know what's going on Mm-mm. and then it just throws us into the main plot yeah the movie gives us something weirdly confusing and different it's so weird it's like this house with the mom and her son and then this guy like comes to visit and she's like uncle jonas is coming and then he is like quizzing this boy on his homework and when he doesn't get an answer answer right the man throws coffee beans at the boy's mother oh i thought he just hit her did he throw coffee there he was, was throwing coffee beans at one point okay i yeah i thought like and then she- he hits them <laughs> what's happening what is going on yeah i was like I don't understand. And and the guy's a cop, too. Yeah. Which I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. Because he drives away in a police cruiser. Oh, that's true. Um, then after this weird quiz show where he beats his mom, uh, they go upstairs and he's instructed, the, bo- the boy's instructed to go outside and play. Yeah. Where he commences to make a snowman and then he goes upstairs and he sees his mom banging this guy. Yeah. And instead of the nippleless aspect of the story <laughs> he just overhears the mom explain how this is this boy is this man's son yeah mm-hmm. and that she was gonna tell the man's family because i guess he was married mm-hmm. this commences a sequence where the guy runs like runs off angrily yeah and the kid tries to stop him and then the mom suddenly is like no let's go after him yeah so they're in a car driving after this guy but then the mom's like "Mm, maybe not and she just drives her car (laughs) onto a frozen lake onto a frozen lake (laughs) and the boy's like uh what the fuck and then it starts to like the ice starts to crack and the boy gets out but the mom refuses to get out of the car and just like kills herself you, you know that meme with the dog in the house on fire where yeah. he's like, this is fine. That's the mom. That was like, the mom sinking into the lake. This is fine. This is fine. <laughs> so. It's really weird. Very. It just doesn't. Tonally confusing. Yeah. And does not make much sense at all in terms no. of. He runs off and then the mom runs We're after like, him. You're like, does the mom love this guy? Like, he's clearly physically abusive towards her. Yeah. What is the relationship between them? What's the relationship between the boy and this guy? Did the boy literally not know this whole time that this guy called Uncle Jonas was actually, like, banging his mom? Because he's, like, like, 14. Yeah, he's not little. No. It's it's just, like, who who designed this flashback? I know. Why why did they bother to change it? I, I guess they know. just wanted more action at the beginning, maybe, but who knows? Yeah. Anyway, 
Hemingway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back to the present day with our lead detective, Harry Hole. Harry Hole, who is a brilliant detective who is a troubled loose cannon cop on the edge. Yes. Who's drinking. An alcoholic. Yeah. Or like in the book, he's kind of recovering. Yeah. In the movie, he's just full in it. Full alcoholic. He wakes up in a park. Yeah. In the middle of like And I'm like, you winter. should be dead. There's snow everywhere. Yeah. And, and alcohol actually like makes you more prone yeah. to freezing. <laughs> if he slept there all night, he would definitely be dead. Yeah. <laughs> very strange. Uh, yeah, so we just kind of get the the idea that Harry is very, he's a loner, he's an alcoholic, he doesn't do well. It's weird because I, he, there's no indication at the beginning that he's a good detective. No. He's just a drunk who shows up to work after a week of binge drinking. And then we randomly get a, 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 a like a phrase from a character later where she's like, Oh yeah, we've studied your cases in school and like yeah. you're, you're like a legend. Yeah. So it's kind of weird, I think, if you don't know the source material. No, especially cuz the in the movie, like in the book we know that there have been other books. In yeah. the movie, there haven't been other movies. So like yeah. they're not really laying any groundwork with Harry's character at all in the movie. They're just like, "Okay, he's just drunk." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's drunk for reasons. Yeah. Uh, he does have an interesting relationship, though. There's a woman who he used to uh, be dating. Mm -hmm. They used to be together. But because of his alcoholism, their relationship fell apart. Yeah. And his commitment to the job, like he's a workaholic. Yeah. As well as an alcoholic. <laughs> when he's not drinking, he's working. Yeah. Basically. Mm -hmm. So but they're still like close. And she is a son mm -hmm. from another marriage. Who's a teenager by by this point? Oleg. Oleg. And Harry still has like a relationship with Oleg. Yeah. Oleg kind of regards him as like his real father and uh, hasn't, doesn't really have much contact with his biological father and instead kind of looks to Harry as this father figure, as a role model, um, really bonded with him when his mom and Harry were together. And so now that they're separated, Harry still has this relationship with Oleg and Raquel um, is fine with this for the yeah. most part because she sees how important that relationship is to her son Oleg and wants that to still be there, even though she is now seeing someone else. Yeah. And I actually really liked this aspect of the book. And it's funny, too, because this was back when at, at this point I still didn't know there were other books before this. Yeah. So I, I guess it wasn't confusing it was just like this interesting relationship yeah and i'm sure there's like a history between oh, them yeah. and like you see their relationship grow and mm -hmm. fall and everything else but i just kind of liked where it was at at this point in the story where yeah even though he wasn't he didn't have any actual like commitment to this child or like uh responsibility towards him he still wanted to be a part of his life yeah and he's a much better <laughs> Uh, father figure and uh, pseudo parent to Oleg in the book than in the movie. In the movie, they really play up the alcoholic shit aspect yeah. of Harry's character. Like he it takes Oleg to a concert, but then like skips out early. And then he's supposed to go on this like camping trip with Oleg and then totally like leaves him hanging to dry at the bus stop. It's very upsetting. It is. And I understand 
if he is currently an alcoholic, I mean, that's yeah. fairly, I think, um, typical. Tip, yeah, typical of, of being an alcoholic and especially a workaholic, too, and, you know, missing out on stuff like that. But I just don't think it did his character any favors no. or made him likable in any way. Well, it didn't make him interesting, you know, because no. I think it makes Harry's character interesting. Like he is shitty and has clearly issues with commitment to women and his relationships have not worked. But he is committed to Oleg and he's not around all the time. He's not like super attentive, no. but he is, I think, dedicated. Yeah. Uh, add to this, Raquel is now dating a new guy. Yeah. Mr. Stability. Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect. He's a doctor. Mm-hmm. And Matthias. Matthias. And totally just a normal, average guy hiding nothing. <laughs> <laughs> So this began very early for me, but immediately I knew that something was up with Matthias because there's this one scene that's from Raquel's perspective and it's like Matthias coming home from work and she's like, oh, I'm so much happier with him than with Harry. And um, Oleg doesn't really like Matthias as much and hasn't taken to him really, I think, because he's still he's still hung up on Harry. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But there's this part at the end of Raquel's like little narration where This is exactly what is written. Yes, she liked him. This was better. A better life. She liked him. Yes, she did. She did like him. (laughs) And that's it. And I was like, oh, no. Uh, I was like, that's when I knew. Yeah. So it's Matthias. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We didn't even tell you what what. He did, but it's him. <laughs> it's him. You know it's him. You know it's him. And I would just like to say that this is a problem I have with... It's not a problem I have in general with murder plots. Yeah. But here's my rule about like murder stories. Mm-hmm. Is if there's going to be a twist in a murder investigation story, yeah. the twist can't just be, oh, it's this person who you never would have suspected. Because yeah. let's be honest... We always suspect everyone. Yeah, we suspect everyone. As you're reading, you're actively trying to figure out who it is. Yeah. And I had a similar pro- problem with like sharp objects. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we re- I won't yeah. explain that, but like I I knew immediately, knew who, immediately it who it was. Yeah. Was. Yeah. And similar in this story, you know, you can't have twists in a murder investigation story, but a lot of times it has to be something that you're not even considering. Yeah. So maybe a character you thought was dead the whole time isn't dead. Yeah. Or the twist isn't really who it is it's like how it happened yeah. or an aspect of the character that you didn't know or something you didn't see coming in that way mm-hmm. so that's just a problem because like i immediately suspected matthias at the yeah. beginning and just as it went i understood okay that's the connection there's a connection this yeah. is a setup it just built onto your suspicion it, it did nothing to like deviate your suspicions at all from yeah from that so mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's kind of our, our setup. Yeah. And who did it? (laughs) Okay, we're done. (laughs) There's another character that's kind of important in this story, uh, Katrine Bratt, who is this new police officer in Harry's unit and kind of like teams up with him. He's really drawn to her because I think he sees himself in her, in her ambition, in her, she's very smart, very quick. Um, and that's kind of why he brings her onto his investigative team. And that's pretty much all we know about her from the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. She's just a part, a part of the team in the story. Yeah. 
So something weird about the book that I didn't quite get is Harry gets a letter from the snowman before anything else. And I wonder if like the last book ended probably with him getting the snowman letter to like set up the next book. Yeah, because in the book, he's just like, oh, by the way, everyone, I got this letter. And you're like, what? Well, and he's like, yeah, I got this letter like two months ago. And here it is. And I'm like, what? Did yeah. you write this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very odd. Once again, before I knew this, these were other books before this. So, yeah, but it was just a very strange way to bring that up. And I thought, is there something suspicious about this that I'm not getting? But yeah. I'm not sure. So anyway, in the movie, we actually see him receive this letter, <laughs> which why in the movie are the letters written like a child, a child wrote them. And it's like Mr. Police. Yeah. Like a child. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> it's going with the snowman theme. Like only children make snowmen. Maybe. But I, I'm like, it's a weird vibe. But when we find out who did it, it's not like they're secretly like in a childlike state or anything. No. Just very odd. Yeah. Also, his signature is just this derpy little snowman drawing at the end of all the letters. It just <laughs> makes me laugh so much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this leads to the first disappearance of the story. Uh, Berta. Yeah. Berta. I think that's how you say her name. Yeah. Berta. Uh, Becker. Yeah. Berta Becker. Mm-hmm. Who just kind of like disappears out of her house one night. Yeah. Mysteriously. And in the book, the next morning, they find her scarf around a snowman that was built outside. Yeah. And And she has a a little boy, Jonas, and Harry talks to him and the boy didn't make the snowman. And so it's kind of like a suspicious thing from the beginning. Yeah. And the snowman's facing the house, which is just unsettling. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of suspicion around the snowman. Mm -hmm. Similar events in the movie. Yeah. Uh, But I would like to say... Real quick, that both IMDb yes. and the back of the movie had inaccurate descriptions. The back of the movie was incorrect. <laughs> yeah. So IMDb dis- like talks about, oh, Detective Harry Hole uh, is alerted to a new investigation when a missing woman's scarf is found on a snowman outside of her house. Yeah. Which doesn't happen in the movie. That happens in the book. Yeah. In the movie, they don't find the scarf on the snowman. No. So that's not right. No. I was like, oh, that's so weird. IMDb has that wrong. And I'm like, is that the same description on the back of the movie? And I checked and it's not. But the movie (laughs) says Says something different that's wrong. That a serial killer who shows up and kills on the first snow of, of every year of every year, which also isn't right yeah i mean that's what it is in the book yeah but in the movie in the movie it's funny because uh brat's character is talking to harry about like linking all these women's disappearances that have happened over the years and she's like yeah they're all connected like all the women that disappeared were married they all had children and they all disappeared when it was snowing and i'm like (laughs) You live in Norway. Yeah. <laughs> it's always snowing. That's it's not never a, not snowing there. That's not a connection. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, and in the book, it's like, it's the first snow of winter. Yeah. So it has like some kind of like date significance, ceremonial type significance, but they never say that in the movie. So to have it on the back cover? Yeah. I'm like, who wrote this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the first scene where Harry wakes up, in the park, it has snowed, clearly. Mm-hmm. So not only is it, it's not the first snow. No. 
And yeah, it's and the, probably not the second snow either. Yeah, and in the book, they're just like, oh yeah, the the snow. The yeah, in the movie, she, yeah, Brad's just like, oh yeah, when it's snowing outside. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. So I just thought that was such a funny thing that two synopses were wrong. Yeah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> moving along. <laughs> moving along. There's another disappearance around this time as well, and so Harry starts to look for this woman, uh, Sylvia. And unfortunately finds her. Yes. Uh, her, finds her head. Yeah. On a snowman body. So the two bottom parts and then Sylvia's head. Yeah. I was so bummed because in the book, there's a really exciting chase scene. Yeah. Where we're from Sylvia's from perspective. Sylvia's perspective where she gets chased out of her house into the woods mm-hmm. and she's running through a stream trying to get away from this guy and she's got a hatchet. Yeah. She actually... Wounds him. Yeah, she wounds him earlier. She, like, th- hits him with the hatchet. Yeah. And then she gets caught in, like, a, an animal snare yeah. in the stream. And then he shows up and she throws the hatchet at him and misses. Yeah. And it's, like, so exciting and interesting. And then you're like, oh, she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she Yeah, she gets killed in the book. And then in the movie, she just gets, like, snuck up on. Yeah. Can we talk about... The disappearances in the movie or this woman in particular. Yeah. This scene was so confusing. Yeah. So in the movie, they go to investigate a missing persons report. Yeah. Only to find that she isn't missing. Yeah. She's there. So they're like, okay, this is weird. And they leave. Then she does get abducted. And Harry and Katrine on their way back at a call. Oh, she's been abducted. You have to go back. And they're like, oh, we checked it. And they're like, no, this is a new call. So they I'm go, like, who's who called in the second one? Well, yeah. So they go back and then her husband, who had been picking up her sister at the airport. Oh, OK, yeah. Yeah, is, is there. Mm-hmm. And her sister is a twin. Yeah. So it looks like her again and it's confusing for them. And, and there's no reason for her to have a twin. No, none. No. Other than it's like that in the book. Yeah. But it has no bearing or purpose in the movie whatsoever. No. And it's supposed to be like a hint that it's the snowman that he he called in the missing persons before she disappeared. Yeah. And was supposed to be like, oh, you I was letting you know that it was me or that she would. Well, also, like, don't you have to wait a certain amount of time before, like, you can actually file a missing persons report? Yeah. On like adults or before they'll like do before the cops will do anything before about the cops it. will show up. Yeah. If you don't have like a crime scene or anything like. Yeah. Although maybe. Maybe it's different in Norway. I don't know. It's and, true. And, and maybe the fact that she lived in the woods was like more concerning. So yeah. I'm not sure. But it was just the timeline dumb. of everything was really confusing and dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why did you just show us a scene of her being like, oh, no, I'm not missing. And then immediately kill her. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think maybe they felt the need to establish her through Harry's perspective first. Yeah. Before seeing her die. I don't know. So we get a part in the book and the movie where it's a flashback to a case in the 80s. Yeah. Where we're following another detective named Raftow. Mm-hmm. And he's investigating another murder that is... Not, not not so much similar as there's a snowman involved. Yeah. And he's, there's kind of parallels to him and Harry. Yeah. Where he's a drunk mm-hmm. and has kind of been shunned by the police force in a way. Yeah. 
and he's investigating this case. And then in the movie, he just, I guess, just disappears. Yeah. Well, in the book, he disappears. Well, in both, right? In the movie, he's killed. Well, they think he kills himself because they find his body. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. They find. That's right. God damn it. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. I'm. (laughs) There's so many weird little. Yeah. Differences. So many really weird things. And you're like, who who did this? (laughs) So I guess in both instances, he just kind of up and vanishes. I forgot that they explained where he went in the movie. Mm -hmm. So anyway, in the movie, he's played by Val Kilmer. Yeah. In a very odd role. He looks like he's had like he's just had his Botox injections. So (laughs) before you make fun of him. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) I hate to tell you this. Oh, God. Because this is part of what I was so shocked about. He had just finished treatment for throat cancer. Oh, wow. I feel so shitty now. No, don't. Because why would you put him yeah, in the movie? Yeah. And and not only that, because his throat was so sore and he could hardly talk. I don't know if they. Essentially, they dubbed over his lines with another actor. Oh, my God. So they had another actor, which makes so much sense because you're watching it. And I'm like, this his voice was so weird. Yeah. I'm like, are I actually thought I'm like, are they dubbing over it? But I'm like that. Why would they do that? That doesn't make any sense why they would do that. Yeah. So that's why. But I'm like, no offense, Val Kilmer. Why don't they just get a different actor? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm sorry, but it was. Very distracting, like, and you could tell his face, it looked swollen. Yeah, there was something wrong, I was like, does does he have the mumps or something? And with, like, his voice being different, he was, like, very unrecognizable. But, yeah, he had just had throat cancer. Oh, my God. And so... (laughs) Yet another choice in the directors and producers of this movie that I'm like, why? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sure Val Kilmer wants to work, but, you know... yeah. Like that's and just, he's not in it that much. Like, no, it's a small scene. Like I feel like they really could have like reshot those parts. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it was it was such a bizarre choice. It was to go about it that way. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to hear your reaction to that. <laughs> oh my god! Especially before you made too much fun of him. <laughs> Thank you for stopping me. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. In the movie, he just kills himself. Yeah. But like clearly was killed by someone else but nobody put the clues together his head was blown off and there was a shotgun there so like yeah he was an alcoholic so he just went and killed himself yeah in the book they go to investigate raftow's uh, disappearance disappearance and they go to his cabin katrine brett and harry go mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. and they discover they go down to the cellar and manage to jimmy open the freezer and they find his frozen corpse that has been mutilated to look like a snowman. Yeah. So pretty things. Things are ramping up. I'm quickly. like when they investigated his de- disappearance, did they not like check the freezer? <laughs> yeah. I mean, because that was like, what, 20 years ago? Yeah. some years ago. So you would assume they really would have thoroughly checked like his cabin. Yeah. And everything. So the fact that he was in there, I mean, it was locked. Especially because he was a police officer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, he was a drunk and maybe could have, like, walked into the lake and drowned, you know? Mm -hmm. But the lack of care and just nobody seemed to care, like, what happened to him on the police force. And they were just like, yeah, I disappeared, you know, 
that crazy guy. Like, he was a police officer. Like, I feel like you should investigate if a police officer disappears. Oh, that wacky character. He'll turn up. He'll <laughs> In the turn freezer up some someday. Point. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, where are we? Let's talk about Vettelson. Right? Yeah. So, there's a few false leads and things that just happen. That take a of... really long time, but they're meaningless. Yeah. <laughs> Vettelson is a doctor who... Let me let me think about this. He had uh, the children of Berthe and Sylvia as patients. Yeah, the 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 two women who were missing. Well, the one yeah. turned up dead. Yeah, yeah. He had them as patients mm-hmm. in the book. Is it the same in the movie? I can't remember. I think so. How they went about this? Because once again, like the leads and connections of the movie get changed. Yeah, but for very strange reasons i actually do think they were patients Mm -hmm. i believe yeah so anyway they are investigating him and there's a whole bunch of shit that happens in the book where they try to pressure him with information that he was visiting prostitutes and uh it becomes public knowledge that like the serial killer the snowman is this dr vetlison and then he turns up dead Mm mm-hmm in the book, he ends up on an ice rink, having given himself a lethal injection of a drug. Yeah. Uh, so they're like, the snowman has been caught. Yes. Everything's fine. And then Harry like comes back to work and he's like, uh, yeah, he was killed. You can't inject that much by yourself. Like someone had to do it for him. Yeah. And this is his most like neurotic Sherlock Holmesy. Yeah. He's like injecting himself with the syringe and like yeah. figuring out how much you can inject and how long it takes for that toxin to mm-hmm. hit your brain. So there's just, he's kind of getting a little wacky at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was the first false start there. And then there's another false lead where they think Philip Becker, which is Berte's husband might be the snowman. Um, Cause he's like acting real suspicious and weird. And so they go, to his house and he's like very upset. There's an almost confrontation between them where they think he has a gun, but it's just a toy gun. That's really weird. Yeah. This book, it does a decent job at, you know, even though I was pretty certain who it was kind of ramping up the suspense and tension. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's just one of those things where like, I'm only halfway through the book, so it's probably not him, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like exactly by the power of reasoning. Yeah. I doubt it's this person. <laughs> Yeah, um, but you do find out that uh, Jonas, uh, Philip and Berta's son, is not actually Philip's biological son. Yeah, he found out because of the investigation that yeah. he dug into his wife's belongings and found out that she was actually like sleeping around. Yeah. And then he did a um, blood maternity test, test, maternity test with him and his son and found mm-hmm. out he's not the dad. Yeah. And then they kind of find out, too, that um, Sylvia's two children her twins are also not um their fathers so this becomes like a common thread throughout this investigation that the snowman is probably killing these women who have cheated on their husbands and had children so yeah there's a few different leads the vetlison thing in the movie the lead of vetlison is very random and weird it is and the connections of him are loose at best and Mm -hmm. hard to follow. But they find him with his head also blown off. Uh, I have to point out something in the movie 
that was absurd to me. Okay. Where he's, Harry's looking at the crime scene. Yeah. And looking at where the body is seated in the garage and and the gun. Mm -hmm. And he's like, hmm, why would he use a shotgun? Like, it's so long and hard to shoot with. He must have had it at an angle, meaning that the pellet marks should be higher up on the wall. And all of that makes sense, except he is gesturing not to the wall behind the body, but in front of it. Yeah. And I had to stop, and I was like, wait. Does that make any sense at all? And I was like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I'm like, there's no way that makes any sense. No. That the... The pellets. From the from the gunshot. From the gunshot would be behind him. Yeah, if, if he shot himself, they'd be yeah. behind. But Harry's gesturing in front of the body, which... <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. He's supposed to be a good detective. And it is just the biggest, dumbest oversight in this movie. If if I'm wrong, if you're one of the seven people who saw the snowman and you, <laughs> and you know what I'm talking about um, and there's something I'm not understanding, please email me because I would really love to know if this is a mistake or not. Yeah, I can't figure out a way that this isn't just a huge glaring mistake in the script and the, so weird and the blocking. But so random. Anyway, <laughs> I just had to point that out. Around this point, we find out a little bit more about Katrine. Yeah. Um, I really liked her character in the beginning of the book. Same. Because she's interesting. She's really smart. She is just very quick. A good detective is piecing together these missing person cases of women and is the one that basically connects all of this. And Harry's like, yeah, you're right. And she's kind of like powering this investigation in a lot of ways. And then some weird stuff starts happening with her. Yes. They make a lot of like sexual allusions to her. Like Harry kind of like is has these fantasies yeah. of her. There's like rumors going around that she's into like S&M. And then... There's this scene where Harry is like lifting weights in the gym where she like has this really weird interaction She's with like him. She's like an outburst. Yeah. Yeah. That felt really strange. And then uh, she says like she's on her period or something to him. Yeah. Which I was like, no one says that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then Harry's at this bar drinking even though he shouldn't. Um, and she like hits on him. Yeah. Really, really hard. Yeah. And it's so strange and I just did not like it. And so I wasn't really happy with the direction her character was going in, but then we kind of come to realize that, and Harry pieces this together. Uh, Katrine Bratt is actually, uh, Rathau's daughter. Yes. The detective that went missing in the book and the one that apparently killed himself in the movie. Yeah. So, because he had just disappeared in thin air and yeah. people assumed he was a drunk who ran away or, or, or whatever, you yeah. know, she wanted to clear his name. And so she became a, a, a cop and wanted to invest. And she had been investigating, I think, the murders he was investigating, yeah. the snowman and trying to figure out mm -hmm. what happened to him. So it's it's discovered in the book that the first note. The only note, I guess, that yeah. Harry gets from the snowman actually came from her. And it was to get Harry interested in the case. Yeah. And she had purposely gotten herself transferred to the um, 
what's the city they're in? Oslo. Oslo. Thank you. The Oslo Police Department to get close to Harry because she knew he was smart enough to figure this out. Yeah. So this was kind of all orchestrated by her Mm -hmm. getting the snowman case brought up again. And it kind of makes sense because at points she is trying to kind of steer the investigation. Yeah. And bringing up like she's the one who makes these certain connections. Mm -hmm. So So clearly she's been at this for a while. And I don't know if that's supposed to be the explanation for why she was hitting on Harry. I don't. Like, is she trying to, like, get closer to him or manipulate him? But it's not really explained. So that's kind of a problem if that was the angle. Mm -hmm. But essentially, when Harry figures this out, he's like, oh, shit. Shit's going down. Yeah. She gets real crazy now. She goes. She's like, I'm passionate and like very like obsessive about solving my father's case and finding out what happened to him. And then she's like, I'm going to kill a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It felt like he was the author was trying to do a girl with the dragon tattoo thing. Yeah. So there's another lead in the story at this point. A philanthropist who owns a magazine Mm -hmm. uh, played by J.K. Simmons in the movie. Yeah. A sad waste of his talents. Yeah. Where you find out that he's actually the father of the two children of the children of the missing women. Yeah. He had met each mother individually, had sex with them. They got pregnant and he knew this Dr. Vetlison who ended up dead and had mm-hmm. him kind of monitor the children. Yeah, because he has a genetic disease. Yeah, so all this kind of leads back to uh, Stope. Stope. Yeah. The, it's, I think it's a S-H, Stope. Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad you knew how to pronounce it because Ian listened to the book. Oh, yeah. Because as I was reading, I'm like, stop. <laughs> oh, Arvis, stop. <laughs> yeah, because it's just S-T-O-P, but the yeah. O has a little thing on it. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Stope. So without much evidence, Katrine is just like, okay, it's Stope. Time to go seduce him, get him alone in a room. Yeah. So I can just like t- cuff him up and, and th- torture him and torture him and threaten to strangle him until uh, he confesses. Until, yeah, until he confesses. <laughs> and essentially, she realizes in her torture scene. That it wasn't Stope. Yeah. And so she manages to escape before Harry catches her. But she almost kills him. Yeah. They like th- she intended to kill him. They think Stope is dead when they arrive because he's like, he looks so bad. Yeah. She strangles him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really crazy. Uh, and then Katrine Bratt's on the run for a while. And then Harry tracks her down and subdues her. And then everyone is like, okay, now we've solved it. Katrine was the snowman. This was... I was like, of course she's not. This is the dumbest part of the whole book. Yeah. For two reasons. One, you as the reader, from when you got Sylvia's perspective in her murder, they don't they don't tell you anything about her killer. But, but you know it's a man. You know it's a man. Mm-hmm. Like, you totally know that. Yeah. Uh, so you as the reader know it's definitely not Katrine. Yeah. Secondly, Harry should know. Yeah, Harry, like, knows that she's uh Raphael's daughter so like that gives her the motivation to try to solve this these cases mm-hmm. I don't know yeah that now here's the thing though that was my assumption mm-hmm. but as we read as I read later there was a part where to me it seemed totally obvious that Katrine was Raphael's daughter yeah 
But then later there's a scene with Harry talking to his the police chief or someone. And then it seems like he's making the connection for the first time. Yeah, that was confusing. I was like, wait, didn't you? It seems so communicated to the reader that you assume Harry's making that connection. Yeah. But. Yeah, I I just did not understand. So it, it was very odd. But essentially, he still should have known well enough that it probably wasn't Katrine. Yeah. Who's the snowman? Because everyone's just like, oh, it's her. Yeah. Katrine's the snowman. <laughs> Fourth time's the charm. Well, and, like, the murder, some of the murders took place in, like, the 80s, like... She would have been 19. Yeah. Yeah. So. Very, very strange. Eventually, yeah. so, but movie version <laughs> with Stope. Yeah. This is so weird. <laughs> There's what what like, part? All the parts. So, this is something we found out later. Apparently, Stope and the the doctor, the surgeon guy, Vetlison, are running like a prostitution ring. But they don't tell you that in the movie, and it is not clear. All you, all they do is they show Vetlison coming in with a woman that looks very upset and like she doesn't want to be there. And then they meet Stope, and Brat is like secretly recording. She's like, oh, I'm undercover. I'm like hiding. And then <laughs> the Vetlison literally takes the woman's dress and like pulls it down to expose her breast to Stope. And then Stope just pulls up his phone, snaps a quick pic, and then leaves. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, I the, the whole the whole set I'm I'm sorry, I'm just like speechless. The whole setup yeah. does not communicate whatever it was they intended to communicate. Yeah. I'm like, it, is he making a calendar? Like, is this <laughs> he, did he need new phone wallpaper? I don't understand. So essentially. Yeah, Katrine does the same thing. She meets Stope mm-hmm. and then seduces him. He takes a picture of her in a similar way. Super random. Anyway, she goes back to an apartment to wait for him. Except this time. A hotel room, I think. A hotel room. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. A, a, a hotel room. Uh, but this time, she is caught by the snowman. Yeah. And Which, how did he know she was there? Why was he trying to stop her? So, you see a snowman... Yeah, okay, I don't, I, actually, that's a really, really good question. Like, why is he trying to stop her if she thought, was investigating Stope? Like, why would he want to stop her from doing that? What was his connection to Stope? Did he even have one in the movie? No. (laughs) Like. The only explanation I can think of is he killed her specifically to get at Harry. mm, Well, okay, okay, there's. Okay, there's somewhat of a connection. Okay, because I, I I thought about this, so he kills her. Yeah, and then he cuts off her finger to use her laptop, which is so random, and he deletes all of the videos that are synced to the police headquarters. Yeah, but one, and so then Harry watches that video, and there's a clue in it that he didn't get before. Mm-hmm. And that leads him to realize that the killer is Matthias. Yeah. But there's so many butts in this. <laughs> um, how did the snowman know what Harry knew? Yeah. And this one Would video. Make him connect the dots. Yeah. I have no idea. And how did he know that she had that video? <laughs> and why are there 
laptop so big? And why are their laptops so and big? And why does she use the laptop to record? <laughs> it's the size of a suitcase. It is. Remember when? So she puts it like. She does like the girl, the dragon tattoo thing where she sets up like a recording device to like record what's going to go down in this encounter. But instead of it being like this little tiny camera on her backpack, <laughs> it's just this giant briefcase that she sets up like on a shelf. It's not <laughs> hidden. She just puts it on the shelf. I'm like, oh my God. And when she recorded Stope earlier, that's what she's using too. Yeah, she's it's just this- like wielding it like, let me get the best shot here with my briefcase. It's like if your parent, it's like when your parents use like an iPad to like record something at an event. It's yeah. like that is not the most convenient device to record video on no <laughs> it, it's so goofy and, and these laptops are like a integral plot point yeah this is like very important to the plot we have to watch like an it presentation on yeah. this for the police like someone comes in and does like a mini <laughs> session being like oh this is how you use this and i'm like why are we watching this and katrine should know because she was there that their videos get like uploaded to every 12 hours, every 12 hours. Oh my God. Yeah. We did. We did learn a lot. Didn't we? <laughs> yes. I know a lot of information about the security systems. They get uploaded every 12 hours to like the police headquarters. So these videos she's taking of her doing illegal activities, she should know they're going to be uploaded. Yeah. It <sighs> makes no sense. None of it makes, none of it makes any sense. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. But around the same time in the book, uh, Harry discovers Matthias is the killer as well. Yeah. Although I'm not really sure in the book what tips him off. It's kind of interesting. Also, Harry and Raquel start having sex again as well. Oh, yeah. Side point. Side point. (laughs) Side bang. (laughs) Side bang. (laughs) There's a weird scene in the movie, though, where they kind of almost bang, but then don't. Yeah. It's a strange, bizarre scene. Anyway. So, yeah. So she leaves. She doesn't actually have sex with him. No. It's just she kisses him and then she leaves. Mm -hmm. In the book, they have repeated sexual encounters. Yeah. Which Harry is like, like, I'm so troubled. Yeah. He's like, oh, I can't get over her. Like, I love her so much. but We can't be together. I'm no good for you. And Raquel is like, I can't resist you, but I should be with this, like, good guy. And we have to stop doing this. This is what makes Raquel seem very uh, imbalanced. Yeah. In a way. Kind of the whole, I can't do this anymore. And then she comes back. And then this is the last time. And then she comes back. And it's like, ugh, spare me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It just gets like so much. Yeah. And and I knew immediately. I'm like, and this was another tie into Matthias. I'm like, oh, now she's cheating on Matthias. So Matthias is going to try to kill her because now she's a cheater. Yeah. So I I want to take a quick sidebar and talk about just another element of incompetence in the movie. And that is like the cinematography. Yeah. So there's a lot of problems with this movie. Just a a treasure trove of problems. (laughs) A treasure trove. (laughs) It's boring. It's so boring. That's the biggest problem for me. Yeah. Is that like there are so many bad movies out there. Yeah. But if they're kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. And like funny bad, you're like, okay, but this movie, it was only like two hours, mm-hmm. but it felt so long. Yeah. It was so boring. And it takes itself very seriously. Yeah. So it's not fun in any way. No. Uh, and then uh, on top of that, just the way it's made, 
the cinematography they're the best shots in the movie are just these beautiful shots of Norway. Yeah. Like beautiful scenic snowy landscapes. Mm-hmm. But those are just kind of insert shots. And I wish there were more. There are some other nature shots with characters in it. But I just just wish more of it took place like in these scenic landscapes. Yeah. Because in scenes where two characters are talking and you're getting over the shoulder shots of their conversation. The, the the shots are very kind of sideways, like not really in line of yeah. the eyesight of the characters, which I think can work. But in this case, I just think it made you feel very disconnected from the characters. Mm-hmm. You don't feel like you're from the perspective of anyone in the conversation. You're just kind of sitting there witnessing it. Mm. And that just made it, I, I think that's one of the reasons like none of these scenes of conversation felt interesting to me at all. That's such an interesting point. And I'm so glad you brought that up because I didn't know, I don't notice those things right off the bat. Yeah. So I'm really glad that you like could tell that there was something off about that. Yeah. For me, sometimes I just feel the effects of something not working yeah. visually. It's all very subconscious most it of the is. time. It is. Yeah. But yeah, well, it took a really bad movie for me to really notice, but I'm like, I think that's one of the things that was bothering me because, yeah. you know, dialogue scenes take up a large portion of movies. Yeah. And so a lot of the filming of those scenes has to be interesting. And when it's not, it you're just, not interested in the characters. No. And, and there are other shots where it's just like the camera keeps panning slowly from one side to another mm-hmm. for some reason, like it just has to constantly be moving. But once again, from the side where you're not like really engaged at all. And then finally, they did this thing which was so jarring to me where I'm almost positive they did a digital zoom (laughs) at a few different points. Yeah. Which is essentially what it sounds like where you just on your computer when the movie's done, you just zoom in closer on something (laughs) like you just enlarge it. Yeah. Like the camera did not do that. No. Yeah. And I'm not even sure what specifically makes you understand or made me feel like it was a digital zoom, not like an actual one, but it just felt very apparent. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, what the fuck are they doing? Like they did one on like a jump scare where a little girl jumps in a window and I did a weird little like, like on her face (laughs) or when Katrine turns up dead with her finger cut off. Like it did this like double zoom in on her. Oh yeah. That was really weird. Yeah. It was like, bop up. Bob up like <laughs> on her hand it was so goofy yeah but yeah just the filmmaking itself was really incompetent which sucks because the the scenic landscape of Norway is so beautiful and like, yeah like you know girl with the dragon tattoo is an amazing detective mystery story that takes place in like a, a similar landscape yeah and this could have been in that vein but it just wasn't no so I wanted to give my hot take on it was a very hot take. Incompetent cinematography. <laughs> Another reason to dislike this <laughs> Just chalk it up on the list. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk. Let's just go to the end of the movie. Yeah. So Katrine is dead, which is very surprising for those of us who have read the book because we're like, what? <laughs> yeah. We were so confused for a long time because we're like, yeah. was she dead? Did they just cut off her finger and she's fine? Like, <laughs> yeah. It, it, and it didn't really specifically answer. No. But then reading later, I'm like, yeah, no, she 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 dead. (laughs) (laughs) She is indeed dead. Uh, But Harry now knows it's Matthias. And so he 
is trying to get a hold of Raquel, but both Raquel and Oleg uh, have been abducted. Yeah. By Matthias mm-hmm. and taken to his childhood home. Which is from that flashback scene at the beginning. And Harry, thanks to the police, is able to track down the cell phone signal and <laughs> arrives there. Yeah. That cell phone thing, though. What cell phone thing? When they're tracking the cell phone yeah. of Raquel. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, she's, what did they give the the license plate of the car? Oh, no, just like the make and model of oh, the, the car. Oh, the make and model of the car. Yeah. But, but how would you know that? When you're just tracking the location on the cell phone. Yeah. They don't um, know what car she's in. I was like, are they looking at like a spy satellite? My guess, I would bet $100 that that was like. Uh, an extra scene shot to fill in the gap of how Harry finds them. Yeah, probably. Because I bet there's another scene that they cut out or there was some kind of like incontinuity with how he finds them and they needed to just like fix it, sew it together mm-hmm. is my guess. A hundred dollars. So he arrives at the house and he finds them <laughs> like tied up at the table mm-hmm. yeah so harry sits down matthias has that loop device that he uses to cut off women's heads and uh limbs yeah he has it around raquel's neck and so there's this kind of like t- standoff that's supposed to be tense but isn't at all no where i don't i did not understand how they were trying to do this but like they tried to make it about harry yeah and suddenly Harry has to reflect on why he's a shitty father to Oleg and not a good partner to Raquel. Yeah, where Matthias is like, do you think she deserves to live? And he's like tightening the noose thing when he doesn't like his answer. But then he's finally like, I'm a I'm a drunk and and a <laughs> shitty, a shitty hu- boyfriend. <laughs> not even that. And a and a shitty surrogate father. <laughs> it sucks because Michael Fassbender plays Harry. Yeah. And Michael Fassbender, when he's in a good movie, is great. Yeah. No one plays troubled like Michael Fassbender. Mm-hmm. So I think he could have been a great Harry. He could have been. I just don't think he got any meat or scenery to work with in this no, movie. No, there was nothing. Mm-mm. So Which is sad. Then the thing happens. Did you know what happens? No, I don't know what happens. <laughs> Should I describe the events as I saw them? Yeah. So Harry's looking at Oleg and it seems like they're communicating com- yeah. something. Then Oleg throws himself back in his chair. Yeah. Which was a distraction, I guess. Yeah, maybe. A weird distraction. <laughs> <laughs> Giving Harry enough time to jump up. And put his hand between Raquel's neck and the loop. Yeah. And then they go to the ground and the loop tightens and cuts off Harry's finger. Yeah. But which wasn't visually obvious. No. And I read later that in a seat in a close up after that, when Harry has a, uses his hands to do something, he still has 10 fingers, <laughs> even though he had lost his finger at that point. But anyway, then Matthias escapes. And runs off and Raquel's like, kill him <laughs> randomly. Yeah. So Harry chases. Yeah. Even though he just lost a finger. Yeah. <laughs> and he gave his coat to Raquel. Yeah. So he's just in the snow. And then Matthias is on the ice and it's this whole like standoff between them. 
I don't know. Matthias has a gun. I'm like, when did he get that gun? Yeah, because Harry's <laughs> out like on this lake and he's like, I'm ready. I'm here. And then you just hear Matthias him. shoots him, <laughs> which I was like really happy about. So yeah. I'm like, good, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Also, why didn't he have the gun on them earlier? Like, I don't. Yeah. Why is he like, oh, I got to use this cool loop vi- device. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of my signature thing. Yeah. Is I use this weird loopy thing to cut off women's heads. Oh, my God. So. Matthias is approaching and then Harry gets time to tell him that he's wrong about women being the problem. Yeah. Because he should have blamed his father. Because like, I guess Harry on his drive to meet Matthias was filled in on his like entire (laughs) backstory. backstory. (laughs) Like what? (laughs) Harry's like, listen, I was just told over a walkie talkie. With very with very poor reception, so I might be missing some things. But oh my god, I think if I got the info right, your dad was shitty, <laughs> and your mom killed herself. But it was because your dad was shitty. So you should blame your dad, not your mom. So you really shouldn't be killing people. So he drops that 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 knowledge on Matthias, only for Matthias to instantly drop into the ice. The ice cracks beneath him, and then he just like lets him die. I, th- I think he got swept under like okay. by the current. He like, didn't even try to like get him though. No. <laughs> <laughs> but like Harry clearly didn't have any kind of plan. No, I don't know what he was. It's such a do sex mock in a moment. Yeah. Where just the ice opens up and he just falls in. And you're like, oh, well, that's convenient. <laughs> yeah. Like what? Yeah. What was any of that anyway? Um, That's the end, pretty much. Pretty much. We get a little teaser at the end with Harry with a new metal finger. (laughs) And he is accepting a case, which apparently was the synopsis, like uh, the police chief's reading about a case Mm -hmm. and Harry agrees to take it. And I guess that synopsis was like the next book called The Leopard. Yeah. So they're like, they're like, oh, well, maybe we'll do another movie because this one was so great. (laughs) There's. A podcast I love called The Weekly Planet, where mm-hmm. they talk about comic book mov- books and movies, but mostly just like kind of pop culture stuff. And they have an award they call uh, The Game Is On, <laughs> which is based on uh, one of the Dracula reboots, uh-huh. where they give the most random uh, implication of like they're going to be there's going to be more movies. Yeah, like trying to set up. Yeah, uh, yes, yes, yeah. exactly. Like mm-hmm. poor movie sequel setups. <laughs> and in that movie, like a guy's just like the game is on. They're like, what game? <laughs> what does that mean? And this is a prime example of the game is on. It is. <laughs> where Harry's just like, ah, another case. I'll take it. I'll take it. Here's my metal finger. <laughs> in the sequel that will definitely happen following this movie. Yeah. And it's very successful release. <laughs> so... Wow. That's the movie. That is the movie. In all of its glory. Ugh. How does the book end? Okay, so Harry finds out that Matthias is the snowman. But we don't really know how he finds out. We just took a little break, We took actually. a break, went back through the book trying to figure it out, and we actually couldn't piece it together. So if you know how he makes the connection, please Please. Yes. Email or tweet at us or anything because we literally have no idea. Like he goes to to Raquel's house where Matthias is because he's living with them and he needs to drop off her watch. Her watch. Because she, she left her watch. Yeah. Because they're sleeping together. 
But Matthias is there. And so he's like, oh, it's going to bro- drop something off for Oleg, but I'll come back later. And it's like this really weird, awkward exchange because mm-hmm. like Harry's trying to hide that, you know, he and Raquel are sleeping together and Matthias seems normal. But uh, Harry does notice, however, that Matthias does not have any nipples. Ooh, his weird quirk, as yes. Raquel had put it. Yeah. And then he's just having a conversation with him. And then somehow he leaves and starts thinking about how the man who was replacing, like fixing a mold problem in his apartment. Yeah. There was blood and he had to like do this thing to cover up the blood. And he makes the connection that there was like blood in the barn where Sylvia was like killing chickens Essentially, he fought, he realizes there was a puddle of blood in the middle of the floor that didn't make any sense. Yeah. And he realized, oh, my God, the killer bled there because he went back. They knew the killer went back and killed this chicken and they yeah. didn't know why. Mm-hmm. And they realized he it was, was to cover his own blood. Yeah, to cover his own blood with like the chicken blood. Mm-hmm. And reading back, it's clear that he is figuring out that it's Matthias because he's like, if this makes sense, it it makes sense how he like got into my life, how the killer like knew what was going on with me. And it makes sense like where the bodies are going. Yeah. And so then he follows and essentially they do find human blood on the barn floor under the chicken blood. And all they can tell is that it's B negative. Mm -hmm. And then they immediately go to the anatomy department. Yeah. Where Matthias works and they do um, medical experiments on bodies that are donated to science. Yeah. And here they discover the missing remaining bodies of the women. So Matthias had been hiding these bodies in this area because, like, that's where all the bodies are. That makes sense. Yeah. So uh, what led him to believe? I, I don't know if he just realized, oh, that would make sense where the bodies would go. Yeah. To disappear because since they weren't finding them. But there was no real connection. Connection. Other than him piecing together what everyone else has already pieced together in their head. The Matthias is real weird. (laughs) Yeah, the the Matthias is like too nice, too perfect. He works at the anatomy department. He knew Vetlison. Yeah. The um, The surgeon that was killed. The surgeon. Uh, Yeah, there there have been clues. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if it's But nothing obvious to us. No. Yeah. So we went back, tried to reread those parts just now. Still don't understand... (laughs) Unless somehow Harry knew Matthias was B negative, which I have no idea. How he would know that? No. Yeah. So if you know, as the listener, please, please, please (laughs) uh, just fill us in. You know, I I find it weird that both of us have missed this. Yeah. If if there was evidence there that both of us have missed it. Yeah. Um, But if there is a reason outside of what we're thinking, please let us know. Yes. Because it seems like a huge, weird, gaping plot hole. It is. If there isn't anything more than what we're putting together ourselves. We do get some awesome flashbacks, though, from (laughs) Matthias's perspective, where we go back to that first one where he's waiting in the car. We find out it's, it's Matthias. He's been waiting in the car this whole time. Uh, while his mom was like banging that guy. He yeah. sees his mom banging this guy. He sees that the man has no nipples and is like, I also have no nipples. <laughs> and he's like, all the kids at school call me Matthias No Nips. <laughs> I feel so bad, but it's just so funny. It's, it's just so such funny. a funny name. Matthias, Matthias No Nips. No Nips. 
<laughs> He's like, and all the kids at school were like, oh, Matthias No Nip's mom like sleeps around or something. <laughs> they keep using it in sentences, and I love it. And I don't know, because we were both listening to the audiobook at this point on yeah. a car trip. So maybe it was just the reader of the audiobook that made it even funnier. Him just being like, Matthias No Nips. Yeah, and his like serious gravelly voice <laughs> was so funny. Yeah. So essentially, uh, he is the reason and on the car ride home he's like we're both gonna die yeah and he bashes his mom head her head in they crash the car but he survives Mm -hmm. he grows up he goes to medical school he's like you know who i hate women Women. (laughs) (laughs) specifically women who cheat on their husbands and because he's a doctor and he is involved in like hereditary conditions and things like that he often like they need to do blood tests. Yeah. And one result of that is they can do paternity tests as well. And so he kind of like ends up having this treasure trove of information on women who the fathers of these children are not their actual fathers. And so he's like, well, I'm going to kill her next and then her next and then her next. And he always does it on the first snow of the year because that's when he killed his mom. Yeah, and he's like very self aware. Like, oh, I'm pretty sure I have a uh, like a personality disorder. Yeah, but I'm just he's like, go I'm real crazy. I'm real crazy, but I'm just gonna keep doing it. <laughs> and he kind of becomes acquainted with uh, the detective of the other case, Rathau. Rathau, who disappeared, mm-hmm. and Rathau tells him like, oh, if you want to get away with a murder, you should befriend the detective and then kill him. Yeah, and, and he's like, okay, that's great advice. <laughs> and so he kills Rathau. Yeah, and this is what leads him to want to also get to know Harry. Yeah. Cause he liked outsmarting the detective. Yeah. That was like exciting for him. He's like, killing women is too easy. Like they're so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> they're just idiots. Women are so stupid. All I do is tell them like, we need to talk about this paternity test and I'll tell someone if you don't meet me and then they meet me and then I kill them. It's so easy. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, he has this, um, uh, pattern that he follows. And then, so him, Meeting Raquel, yeah, and becoming friend like her boyfriend is all for the sake of him getting closer to Harry. Yeah, so which, he can fuck with Harry. Yeah, which side note was never explained in the movie. No, he was just like, is he mad because Raquel was like kissed Harry that one time? Is he just crazy? Is like, it just what's a the coinc- connection? Is it just a coincidence that yeah. he's dating the ex girlfriend of the investigator? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyway. So this leads to an exciting sequence where Harry tries to go to Raquel's house mm-hmm. and is on the phone with her and Oleg trying to get them to, like, lock the doors and everything. But, of course, the killer's already in the house. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, Oleg gets locked in a freezer. Yeah. And Raquel gets put on this crazy contraption. So Matthias brings... brings snow into the house, then fashions a snowman in the house, in the bedroom, then sets up Raquel so that she's on the shoulders of the snowman. Which is how he saw into the window when he was a kid. That his mom was banging his true father. So this is all about... Matthias No-Nip Sr. (laughs) (laughs) Old No-Nip Sr. So it's for the sake of like recreating this scene yeah but he puts her on the shoulders of the snowman and then his um weird lasso heating thing yeah it's like a lasso thing that heats up and that's how he like decapitates decapitates women he puts that around her neck oh my god and then she's like 
stepping on something or no, no, she's, she's on the snowman. And as the snowman melts, she'll fall and then get decapitated. The whole setup is so absurd. Ridiculous. Yeah. But it was super exciting. It was. It like, was very listening exciting. to it in the car. Mm-hmm. It was such a tense scene with Harry trying to get into the room that she's in. Yeah. And he had it set up. So like if Harry opened the door, that would like pull on something that would cause her to fall and then also get decapitated. Yeah. I think so that- he wanted it to be like Harry did it. Yeah. Yeah. And so Harry manages to get into the room just in time. And it's like all so quick and such a blur. And like the the sound of like flesh burning or the smell yeah. of flesh burning is described. And you're like, oh, God, Raquel's going to die like she's dying. <laughs> and you find out that Harry put his hand like in the movie. Yeah. In between. Be- between the lasso and her and manages to like turn it off before it like burns her too much. Uh, but we discover that Harry's middle finger got like burnt off and like chopped off. Yeah. But is that enough, Adina? No. To stop a loose cannon cop on no, the edge? No, not a rogue cop like Harry Hole. Not a not a not a ugly yet handsome enough to bang women cop <laughs> like Harry Hole. Exactly. So obviously Matthias was not there at this point anymore and Harry knows from a random conversation he had with him before a random and very specific conversation he had with him yeah how Matthias would want to kill himself and basically Matthias has like a genetic condition it's be- called no nips <laughs> no nipitis it's something related to the nipple thing where his like skin t- starts tightening and it like loses he he'll basically not be able to control his face yeah. and he'll be in a lot of pain as it, the disease progresses so he's always known that like once it gets to a certain point he'll just kill himself i'm sorry if anyone knows or like anyone with this actual condition if it exists i'm sorry we're laughing at it so much <laughs> no, no, but no. yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway anyway so he's like okay now that i have orchestrated this perfect crime i'm going to go like kill myself and Harry's like, oh, remember that conversation that we had when you told me exactly how you would kill yourself? OK, I'm just going to go up there and stop you then. So Harry has a gun on Matthias, who's like half sitting out of side of the window. Mm-hmm. And what Harry like fake gives him the gun. Yeah. And Matthias is like, haha, but there's no bullets in it, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and that's enough time for Harry to slap on a handcuff onto Matthias. To keep him from jumping. Which is stupid, because obviously he jumps. Yeah. Like, he, Harry doesn't even try to, like, pull him inside. No. He just slaps a handcuff on him, and he's like, wonder what you'll do next. And then Matthias jumps out the window. Yeah. Uh, but luckily, Harry had enough time to handcuff his other hand to the railing. To the railing. So they're both just dangling out the window, which wouldn't that just like peel the skin right off your hand? Oh, God. Ugh, please. Like, I'm, I'm just saying the injury of having the full weight of a man pulling on a pair of handcuffs. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine that's like. No. Anyway, <laughs> at this point, it's so bonkers. Yeah. That like, I'm totally willing to buy into it. But he stops Matthias from killing himself and then. That's like the end. Yeah. Yeah. And then he talks to Raquel and he's like, I'm going to go away. Yeah. He's like, I saved you from dying. And in those moments when I thought that you might be dead, I was like, I can't let her die because I care about her. He's like, yeah, I'm just going to go. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, come on. Like, 
don't you care about each other? Jesus. No. I'm guessing it's just setting up the next book. I know. It's where dumb, Where he goes though. to another country or something. I don't care. Yeah. It was just an annoying ending for the book. It was. Uh, there's something we have to talk about. Yeah. In relation to this book before continuing on to our famous, which is better segment. <laughs> but we have to discuss, as always, its representation of, in this case, women. Yeah. And my problems with uh, Katrine Bratt we've already discussed. Um, but I think the focus, this book had a really weird focus on uh cuckolding, which is a woman cheating on her husband with another man. And then also maybe having a child that's not his. And this like fear of infidelity, female infidelity, it's like a huge focus in the book and all the women that he kills are portrayed in kind of like very negative lights yeah like they talk about they in detail like their affairs with other men and like kind of the betrayals and how like terrible they are Mm -hmm. like shitty people and i'm like that's kind of like almost making it seem like they deserve that yeah just that 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 portrayal and i just it didn't sit well with me no me neither like I get, okay, the killer is targeting yeah. these kinds of women. So I get it's not saying like, oh, all women. No. But still, when your depiction of these victims is so negative, you can't help but just kind of like feel like it's saying that they it's deserved it. It's saying something about it. Yeah. Yeah. And and one of the women in the book had been raped yeah. when she was younger. And that's how she ended up having her son mm-hmm. that is not like the... Uh, belonging to her husband yeah you know but she was raped yeah and that's never like addressed addressed at all you know what i mean i don't know if that was the author's attempt to say that like in this situation like the women aren't always to blame yeah but but that may almost made it seem like the other women were like more to blame yeah it just (laughs) makes no effort to give you any kind of nuance with like what would make a woman cheat or like why this had happened and like they didn't even really talk about like infidelity in men either which i thought was like upsetting so i don't know and and, you know raquel is cheating too with harry yeah it's just a lot of women cheating yeah and they talk about like seals (laughs) <laughs> that like <laughs> this type of seal that like the male tries to kill the female after she gives birth because he doesn't want her to sleep with anyone else. And I'm like, is this supposed to be like about the killer? Like, I don't understand the point of that. No. And this statistic that like 20% of children born in Norway have a father that is not their father. Yeah. I'm like, bullshit i yeah that is not a study i, I don't believe that. <laughs> that is absolutely not a study. i don't study. believe that for a second uh, everyone would lie <laughs> <laughs> yeah where how, how could is, you test that how is that data being collected and yeah even by some stretch if that is a, a true accurate study like back it up in the book too like it just at yeah. least explain what where that comes from but yeah i just i don't think it's depiction of women does much no or what it wants to do and it seemed like they wanted to make like a cool strong character out of uh katrine yeah but she just has like a mental breakdown yeah they just described oh she went crazy yeah 
And she's like, I'm not, she's like, I'm not hysterical anymore, guys. She's like, I'm fine. And they're like, okay, you can have your job back. I'm like, she tried to kill someone. Yeah. They let her. Why would she, they, you let her back on the police force? Like, she almost killed Stope. Like, she wanted to kill him. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Absurd. <laughs> Absurd. So, now that that's been addressed, Adina. Yes. Time for... The famous segment. The book is better. <laughs> you beat me to it. I was, was going to do that exact thing. <laughs> I mean, I have some problems with the book. Portrayal of women, not understanding parts of the plot. Yeah. Some of it being like really long in places where it didn't need to be. Yeah. We knew Vetlison Didn't do it. Didn't do it. Yeah. Why did we spend so much time when, investigating him? Yeah. yeah, it was dumb. But the movie is just so atrocious. There's no competition. No. The the movie, this movie has, I think, an 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. And when I saw that, I was like, there's no way it's that bad. Yeah. But, it, but now I'm it, like, it, yeah. It really works for that 8%. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spit your water out. <laughs> it. I think the biggest, the biggest sin is that it's boring. So like, I just don't care boring. about it. Please don't watch it. Like, do not. <laughs> Don't even watch it as like, ooh, bad movie night. No, it's boring. Like, it's not fun. There are some parts that are funny. Yeah. Like, for example, the snowmen. Oh, yeah. We forgot to talk about the snowmen. The snowmen in the movie are, they're not even like a three-tiered snowman. It's just like. A two-tier. A two-tiered one. So they're really squat and derpy looking. Yeah. And so anytime they show it in like an ominous way, it's just so funny. Well, and they all have like a just straight line for a mouth instead of like a <laughs> smile or a frown. So it's just like, Meh. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That one shot. Katrina is leaving her apartment. Yeah. And she walks past a snowman and it looks like a normal three tiered snowman with like a carrot nose. Yeah. But then the camera Pans. does like a dramatic pan around the snowman to reveal on the back the two-tiered derpy snowman. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, someone just put a head on top of. Yeah. But it was so funny. It was, like, this dramatic, like... Reveal. Cl- clearly, if you're saying, like, oh, the snowman is following her. Yeah. But I just couldn't get past... How dumb it was. Yeah. <laughs> also, in both versions, why don't they just, like, release a public statement? Like, hey, if you see grown men making snowmen, yeah. can you call the cops? Yeah. <laughs> It's probably the the killer. <laughs> There's like a solid chance if you see yeah. a man making a snowman, it's him. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there's just no there's no comparison, which no. is better. So yeah. definitely the movie. What? What? I meant book. Oh my god. Def- Are you okay? I'm I think I had a stroke. <laughs> I think we've talked about this terrible movie too long. I need The to, book is better. The book is better. Absolutely the book is better. Let's go to lightning round. Lightning round. Okay, so there's this part in the book where Harry is talking about like oh most underrated movies ever. And he's like, Oh, I love Starship Troopers and the rules of attraction and the conversation. <laughs> Oh, my God. And this is, like, clearly one of those things when you read it, you're like, oh, this is the author talking yeah. right now. Like, it inserting this random opinion about something that is not related to the character at all. And it's like, oh, Raquel has to return this DVD and they have this stupid conversation about it. It's really dumb. And also, I'd like to say, like, he's not wrong about those movies being good, but these aren't, like... 
some interesting hot take. Like, it's like yeah, these hidden are, indie gems. These are like like the conversation is a really famous movie. Yeah, and for him to be like, oh, no one knows about it anymore. I'm like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There are so many movie ones. I'm gonna try to like just go through, like get yeah. the, get them out. There's the whole saga with the mold man. Yeah. So a guy who's in Harry's apartment checking for mold. And there's a scene at the beginning when Harry returns to his apartment and the mold man is there and Harry is so startled that he just shoots his gun yeah. in his apartment. He's a detective. Yeah, he's... What is wrong with he's him? A, also, his gun was just hidden. Yeah, like, and the mold a, man is not, like, upset about this at all. He's no. just like, whoa, whatever. <laughs> this like, movie is crazy. Did anyone know what just happened? Yeah. Uh, later, there's a scene where Harry returns to his apartment and the mold man is there, like, dancing to weird techno music yeah. once again. And Harry's just like, get out of here, you crazy mold man. Also, before he leaves, we saw the mold man leave pills in Harry's apartment. Yeah. Which were, like, kind of addressed, but not really. No. And never really brought up again in the movie. Never brought up again. Harry is, or the mold man's leaving the apartment in his like hazmat suit. So you don't see his face. Yeah. And he walks past the real mold man. (laughs) I dropped my pen. I'm so excited. He walks past the real mold man standing on the street just outside of the apartment. Yeah. And the mold man's like, oh, what the fuck, man? What are you doing? Does the mold man also live there? Like, isn't he, like, just standing there holding a cat? I don't know. Is the mold man also his neighbor? I don't know. Um, Yeah, that's the saga of the mold man in this movie. (laughs) That is awful. Um, Yeah, okay. (laughs) Uh, So there's another scene in the book where um, Oleg gets put in the freezer by Matthias, and he's going to, like, suffocate in there. And so Harry, when Harry comes into the house, he ends up going down to the basement and he ends up opening the freezer and you're like, oh, I hope Oleg is not suffocated because I like him. And then (laughs) when he opens the freezer, he immediately gets like kind of slashed with something sharp at his face and he gets cut. And it's Oleg because he was in the freezer. He was running out of breath and his hands were tied behind his back. But he always keeps his ice skates in the freezer because, like, he needs to keep them cold. So he grabs his ice skate, like, cuts his binds, like, frees his mouth so he can breathe. And then cuts air holes in the freeze, the bottom of the freezer so yes. he can breathe. And then waits for someone to open the freezer and then, like, str- like struck immediately in case it was Matthias. So I was like, wow, Oleg, like, has this covered. Like, Oleg, that was, like, the <laughs> I-, I loved that moment. Just yeah. like, yeah, Oleg's awesome. Yeah. Like, he's so smart and, mm-hmm. like, and, you know, it was great. I loved that part. Yeah. Okay. I'm just going to name some movie things real quick. Do it. Uh, because there's so many. So first of all, Stope in the movie is, like, Basically trying to get the Winter Olympics to come <laughs> to Oslo, yeah. except that it's not the Winter Olympics. It's Winter Sports World Cup. <laughs> That's what it's called. The Winter Sports World Cup. You know, yeah, the World Cup of all the winter sports. Combined. You know, the winter version of the World Cup. Also, at these parties, everyone has these weird blue glowy pins. Yeah. That aren't a, like addressed at all. Like, what the hell are they? Don't know. Uh, also relating to Stope. Um. In the movie, Katrine thinks Stope is involved in her dad's disappearance. Yeah. And I, I we forgot to mention this, but because in a magazine cover shot, the woman who her dad had been looking into her disappearance is side-eyeing Stope 
in this magazine. On the cover of this magazine. And it's revealed in the most hilarious way where you just see her giving this weird sideways glance. It's like, mm. And then they fold back the panel and... Bam, bam, bam. It's Stope. It's Stope. <laughs> I'm like, who would have this photo of this woman looking sideways on a ma- on like a published magazine? Yeah. It was hilarious. Oh my God. Next. Uh, when they report Sylvia missing again... And they go back and she's just in the barn headless. Yeah. Like her headless body is just in the barn. Yeah. And I'm like, no one looked before they reported her missing. Like she's just it's in l- some kind of like silo or storage shed or something. No, that's where the head is. Oh, but the body yeah. was just headless lying on the floor oh of the barn God. and no one looked. They called the police immediately. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I think that's it. <laughs> that I, I think we addressed most of the other funny things wow. in, in the episode. But wow. Uh, just so many just delicious nuggets of <laughs> for lightning for round. lightning round throughout this movie. <laughs> mm. Okay. Thank you for listening to this episode. I'm sorry if it was a little plot heavy. Yeah. But there's a lot going on. That's just the book and the movie are just this crazy, complicated plot. So thank you for mm-hmm. bearing with us. And if you liked the book or have just read the book or seen the movie, we hope you like the episode. Yeah. If you want to let us know about any of the questions we had, <laughs> please do that. We had so many. We are very confused. <laughs> <laughs> and we're very open minded to the things you have to say. So please email us at cover to credits pod at gmail.com. Tweet at us at cover to credits. That's with the number two. Mm-hmm. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're also on Patreon. If you'd like to support us or reach out to us there. We have some amazing patrons and we amazing patrons. we post articles and little other mm-hmm. tidbits and videos and stuff that relate to the episodes on Patreon for our patrons. Mm-hmm. And obviously we always love getting suggestions, but patrons get priority oh, yeah. on that list of suggestions coming up. In mm-hmm. fact, next episode we're doing a patron suggested uh, adaptation. Yeah. So look forward to that, which will be, Never Let Me Go. Never Let Me Go is our next episode. Yeah. So join us then for that, and we will see you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye.